Hey, my friend, Marie here, and welcome to another episode of Marie Cannon Live. Big excitement, absolutely clapping, yay. <laughs> well, today I wanted to talk about leadership, but if you notice, I titled this episode The Softball Origin Story. Now, what does leadership have to do with softball? Well, for me, in my life, it has a lot to do with it. So my intention here is to kind of give you the sequence of events that helped me develop my leadership style or even maybe my lack thereof. Um, but it starts way back at the beginning. And my goal here has been to keep these episodes kind of short. I don't want them to get too long. So this is going to end up being a series. How many, I don't exactly know. As I tell the story, I think when I hit a certain point, I'm just gonna break it off and we'll pick it up again the next day and we'll go from there. So hopefully if you find this interesting, you'll follow along. If not, maybe skip a few episodes and we'll find something a little bit more interesting to talk about. But my softball origin story actually started when I was very young. I cannot remember a time when I didn't have a glove on my left hand and a ball in my right hand. My dad loved baseball, softball, and I think that's kind of what's bringing this up now is I'm, I'm catching more Major League Baseball games in primetime TV because we're heading into playoff season, right? So I think that's that's really what brought this to mind here today. Anyway, my dad loved baseball, softball, that was his thing. Now, as a kid, I was somehow attracted to basketball, but didn't really have the opportunity or the space to play that. So, hey, play what you got available, right? So as soon as I was old enough to walk, I think my dad started throwing me a ball and we'd start playing catch. And as I got older, I finally got like my own little glove to play with. And we would go out in the backyard and play catch. And you may have heard me mention in a previous episode about needing to take down a tree that was in the middle of our backyard. And that is because that tree was in the way of our playing catch. We had actually expanded the distance enough and the yard was long enough um, that we wanted to take advantage of the whole space, but the tree was in the way, so the tree had to come down. So tree comes down, I have the whole length of the yard to work with, dad stands at the end near the house, I'm on the far side of the yard, we play catch every day. And here was my dad's methodology for teaching me to play catch. Catch the ball 10 times in a row before you can go inside, period. Didn't matter what else was going on, didn't matter what time of day it was, didn't matter if it was starting to get dark. If I dropped ball number eight, nine, 10, we started the count all over again. So I had to learn to catch that ball pretty quickly. I remember on more than one occasion, kind of doing the potty dance in the backyard because I needed to catch 10 in a row before I could go inside. And heaven help me if I was going to mess myself. But my first opportunity to play on a team came when I was seven years old. It was a little league team at a neighborhood park and the coach kind of, it wasn't really a tryout. It was more kids that got together and he would decide kind of where to place them based on their skill and ability. Well, this particular little league team that I went to consisted of seven, eight and nine year olds, six, no, six, seven, eight year olds, something like that. First, second, third grade. Let's go with that. And I was in first grade 
And if you have kids, had kids, have worked with kids, you know there's a pretty big difference between a first grader's ability and a third grader's ability when it comes to athletics, coordination, size, that whole deal. So I was a first grader. I was one of the smallest kids. We played, I was having fun, played catch, did a little bit of hitting. And then the coach started assigning positions to everyone. Now the coveted position when you're playing ball, of course, is shortstop. That's where your best player always goes. Well, that certainly wasn't me. Next was the outfielders. Start with center field, left field, because those are really important. And then you do the bases and he had a catcher. So it came down to the last two positions that were available to assign. He needed a pitcher and he needed somebody in right field. So the way he decided between me and this other little kid was he tossed a ball to me and I caught it. The other little kid he tossed a ball to, she dropped it. She was in right field. I was going to be the pitcher. Now, had never done that before. All the throwing I had ever done had been overhand and of course, softball pitching, it's underhand. So I had to start developing a whole new skill set. So those backyard practice playing catch sessions with my dad became an issue of I throw the ball underhand, he throws it overhand, but I still have to catch 10 in a row before I can go inside or do anything else. So that's, that's how I started developing my skills to play softball. And my dad was, kind of crazy about it a little bit. At the time, it maybe didn't make a whole lot of sense. Now that I'm older, I have a whole different appreciation for the fact that he put that time and effort in and was as strict as he was with that 10 catch rule. Um, he would throw, it got to a point as I got older, I'm gonna jump ahead just a little bit for a second here, but he was so strict about that rule. And as I developed, I got so good that it became harder and harder for him to have me miss a ball so I could catch 10 in a row almost right off the bat so it was like a five minute session instead of the two and a half three hours that maybe we had done in the past when I was younger it's it got so bad it got to the point where our, our yard was more narrow than it was long so we had a lot of distance between us when he was throwing but left to right side to side there wasn't a whole lot of space so it got to the point where come throws seven, eight, nine, he's starting to try to throw them right against the fence. So every once in a while, he actually had to throw it in the neighbor's yard in order for me to miss that ball. Or my favorite of all time was on one side of the yard, we had a shed and it had a couple of glass windows, round glass windows in it. And he was trying so hard to make me miss that he threw the ball as hard as he could to that side of the yard and I did miss it because it went through the window of the shed. That was the first and only time that I can remember that we went into the house before I caught 10 in a row because he was so mad about that window being broken in the shed. So anyway, that was the beginning of my softball story. Started out with that little league team and my career pitching, which became my dominant position throughout my entire career, right up until the time I stopped playing just a couple years ago, has always been pitching. So tomorrow I will pick up with being part of a team and figuring that whole thing out and some of the challenges I faced in athletics, 
um, both physically, but also more mentally and emotionally, some things I had to overcome. So I hope you'll join me again tomorrow. Have a good one, and we'll see you soon. Thank you.